Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I'm not sure who is singing this. That's a good question, Key. Zubin, right from the gate, we're throwing shade. We're playing Sierra. I I just, I just, I just told Zubin, I said, Sierra there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Well, hey, man. It's all good in the hood, you know. Yes, Good Friday morning was three words that his head coach said of his superstar quarterback, let Russ cook. And now the question has become, is Russ and the Seahawks' relationship cooked? Unfathomable to be even asking this question, but that's where we are. Let's have a little fun. This was one of our more (laughs) robust pre-show meetings. Uh, You guys were kind of going at each other. Good thing you're in different locales. Jay will be back with us on Monday in person. We'll be reunited. It'll feel so good. Let's hope that uh, he's back with us. Stop. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I'm coming back now. Key trying to throw shade and be like, yeah, Jay, you were like like Mateen Cleaves in college, right? I'm like, what? You you compare me to Mateen Cleaves? Watch Tom and Jerry tonight, man. You'll be all right. It comes out today. I'm going to watch Tom and Jerry. Streaming Tom and Jerry. That's my movie tonight. Are you streaming? You know where to find yes. Tom and Jerry. Family streaming? Yes, streaming. So right, you want to call me Mateen Cleese? I'm going to call you Tavon Austin. I got you. No, that's not what I was saying, though, Jay. What were you saying then, Key? I was just asking were y'all playing at the same time, basically. <laughs> Why are you trying to get all shy now? You see what happens, Zubin? You see again all shy? Look, look at the smile on his I, face. I'm just – look, in the end, <laughs> I thought that you guys had similar game. That's all. We, we, there's nothing similar about our games other than y'all potentially both, our height, and that's your only. No, joke. y'all both play point guard. Y'all both won the championship. Y'all both, both won the championships. championships. Zubin, don't throwing, help here, Zubin. Don't I wasn't help. throwing shade. <laughs> I just figured you, y'all body types, y'all look the same on them young pictures you have. Nothing had. the same. We don't I mean, look the same. Both in broadcasting. All both point guards. Stop, Zubin. Sorry. Yes, it, <laughs> facts. Just bring it up. Yeah, just facts, Zubin. You know. The, all the, right, let's get to Sierra. All of them, you know, you. The dude from Michigan State and the dude from Connecticut. If I'm casting somebody, you know, I'm, I mean, what's the dude from Connecticut's name? I want to hear you say his name. Also in broadcasting, by the way. Um, yeah, there you go. Elamine or something. Yes, like that? that's his last name. What's yeah, his first okay. name? Khalid Elamine. Khalid Elamine. Yeah. I knew it was something like that. But y'all all kind of was good players. Wait, that's all. That's, that's like me saying like, okay, like you, like Mike Williams <laughs> or Justin Blackman. Ooh, Justin Blackman. Chris Ooh, Chambers. Ouch. Well, I, I don't know why you would try to do that to me. And I love Mateen. Mateen's my guy. It just, I didn't say it anything derogatory or bad about... It's cool, Charlie Rogers. I hear you. Can we move on? Aaron Dobson. I mean, can we keep going through? <laughs> Come You're on, man. Kid. You just be a disrespectful, man. <laughs> you, you started. I yes. did not, Jay. Last word, I guess, right. on this is uh, Key's going to watch Tom <laughs> I didn't and call you Cameron Dollar or nothing like that. Come on, man. Let's go. Toby Bailey. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Key, uh, Key's going to watch uh, Tom and Jerry. And uh, a shout-out to Mateen if you uh, have some time later. Key, watch the Flintstones. That's a, yes. <laughs> that's a, you have Bad to get boys, that. You're a college man. basketball fan to get him that. And, him and Zach Randolph and Jason Richardson. They were amazing, right? Charlie Bell, the wow. whole thing. So, all right, you guys are talking about facts. Yesterday there was a story put out with some breathtaking facts, a mm. breathtakingly detailed piece yesterday on the mutual dissatisfaction that exists between the Seahawks and Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. It all came to a crescendo. The most salient thing to come out of the piece was a story that was told that before the Seahawks played the Cardinals on Thursday night football this year, back on November 19th, the week of the game, 
Russell Wilson walked in. The Seahawks were struggling after that first 5-0 start in franchise history. He had some suggestions on how to fix their offense, and those suggestions were dismissed. And then Wilson stormed out of the room, and then that got on social media and started its own storm. Adam Schefter started to do some reporting. We found out through his agent, Wilson's agent, Mark Rogers, that Russell is not demanding a trade. But Adam did say, and this is important to remember, that Russell Wilson, much like Deshaun Watson, has a no-trade clause— if he were to consider a trade, here are the handful. <laughs> oh here are the handful of teams he would look at. <laughs> While Russell Wilson would like to remain in Seattle, he does have a no trade clause, and he has told the Seahawks that if you are going to trade me, here are the four teams that I'm open to being traded to: the Dallas Cowboys, the New Orleans Saints, the Chicago Bears the Las Vegas Raiders. And so while he's not demanding a trade, he's leaving open the idea of a trade. And even that gets the mind going and gets the attention of executives across the league. Key, what do we make of this? We've had almost 20 hours to digest all this. What are we making? I don't even know what that means, though. I'm not, I'm giving you a list of teams, but I'm not asking to be traded. I don't even know, like, either you are or you're not. Why don't you just, it's okay. I want to be traded. Y'all not listening to me, even though they have listened to him because they fired uh, uh, Schottenheimer, who was the offensive coordinator. They fired him at the end of the year. So when he stormed into the room, he was talking to Brian Schottenheimer, who was the offensive coordinator at the time. We need to fix this. This is ridiculous. They fired him at the end of the year. So they are listening to you. Like what it to me, it just seems like Russell is trying to find his footing amongst the NFL quarterbacks that have some demands. The Aaron Rodgers, the Deshaun Watson. It's like he's trying to be cool or something. Like, like he wants to be accepted as I got power. Like they already listening to you, dog. They, they get it. You wanted a big-time receiver. They went out and got Metcalf. You, you, you wanted a running back, they went and tried to help you out with Marshawn Lynch a second time, a third time. They got other backs. So I, I just – I don't know what to say other than what is he doing? That's is all he, I can say. Like, what, what are you – like, what is it that you're trying to accomplish here? Because if you want to be traded, just say, I want to be traded. Well, it's a power play, Key. It's a power play. Run the offense the way I want to run the offense or I want to go somewhere else. But I'm not going to tell you I want to go somewhere else. But in case I do go somewhere else, here are my options of where I can go. So it's a power play with Pete Carroll by saying, okay, you want to run the football. You want to play this traditional style. I want to play this style. Either we're going to play your style or we're going to play my style. That's what it feels like to me. But it's interesting to me because knowing, not knowing, knowing Russ, but being around him, this doesn't seem like the personality of Russ to me. Uh, And I don't know. Russ has done a lot. Over the last couple of months, Key, if it's be on the cover of GQ with Sierra, if it's sit at the Super Bowl with Roger Goodell and Sierra, where he looks miserable the whole time, and Sierra's <laughs> talking to Roger Goodell, if it's him flex, it feels like there's this coming of age for Russ and his power couple relationship where it's like, hey, it's going to be my way, or if it's not, I want to be somewhere else. Even though you're not willing, like you're not saying that you want to trade me. I'm going to say here are my options, even though I really don't want to be traded. Look, Seattle, the Seahawks, 
they love Russell Wilson. They like Russell Wilson at the quarterback spot. But if there's a better option out there for them, I'm sure that they would explore that and let Russell go on about his business because even though he won a Super Bowl, in the minds of everybody in Seattle, it was the defense. Even though he took them again to a second Super Bowl, in the minds of everybody, that was the defense against the New England Patriots. He threw the interception at the end of the game. Remember, there's a lot of people that played in Seattle that never felt Russell Wilson to begin with. Pete Carroll kind of catered to Russell Wilson and alienated a lot of guys on the other side of the ball as well as guys on the offensive side of the ball by how they treated him. And then, as you could see over the last couple of years, they've tried to move their offense into a passing kind of, Russell, we're going to let you do what others have done in this league to see where it goes. Pete Carroll on the offensive side decided to shift the second half of the season to more of what Pete wants to do, which is run the football, play dominant defense. They went out and traded for defensive players who upgrade the defense. Jamal Adams, they decided to add in the equation because they didn't want to play Cook Russell football anymore because they realized that was not going to be long-term winning football. And so this is where they're at now with the situation. Again, if something comes that's better, you must believe that they're going to explore that opportunity. Yeah, and I would just say, if you look at the piece, and it's a tremendous piece, there are plenty of examples within the piece. piece? uh, The piece that essentially had all of the grievances, right, that we have been basing this entire story around. There are some incredible examples of how they tried to move on or were looking to upgrade at the position, whether it was trading with Cleveland for the first overall pick in 2018, possibly even looking at Patrick Mahomes, had Mahomes fallen that far in the draft, Seattle Mm. at the 18th pick last uh, go around in that 2017 draft. I just want to say one thing. This is maybe just a sports center guy thing. So when Russell Wilson accepted the NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which is given to people that do great charity work and are great on the field, mm-hmm. it's apolitical. It's like Republicans and Democrats coming together to just honor a man or woman who's done great stuff for the country mm-hmm. and let's just get at each other's throats tomorrow. Can we just at least do something for this person today? That's an apolitical event. It was the first time in a long, long time, almost maybe ever, when he was finished with his Zoom press conference talking to the media about the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, where he didn't drop the Gohawks. Sounds like a silly, stupid little thing, but that's the one time he ends every press conference with Gohawks, no matter what. It was the one time in an event like this where he chose not to invoke it. I'm probably overthinking it. I've been accused of overanalyzing things, guilty as charged, but there is something there. This is not a bitter contract story. This is a Walter Payton Man of the Year story, and he didn't give the Gohawks, after all of that work was done in the Pacific Northwest region. On the way, this meeting between Russ and the Seahawks that day didn't go well. The storm out. How about the meeting last week between Watson and the Texans? Would you trade Watson for Wilson? And Key's willing to trade Wilson for the right guy. Who's the right guy? Russ, say what you want. Say what you want the Seattle Seahawks to do, whether that's trade you or what they need to do from a player acquisition standpoint. If the Seattle Seahawks are not in the next Super Bowl, someone's going to have to go. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. You're probably getting your W-2 here in the mail any day now or probably have gotten it. W times two, Wilson and Watson and where their futures lie. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. The guys are rocking out on a Friday. That's when you roll up on them, though, Z. Get a key. You know what I'm here for. And then later tonight, you're watching Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> after after be... hearing yes. the way you're rolling in this morning. And then the family flick to end the night. All right. How is it going to end for Deshaun Watson? All right. First things first, though, a little bit more on the Russell Wilson tip. We're going to talk about Watson and his insistence that he's not going to play for the Texans. It's part of our quarterback question this morning on the Twitter line or on the phone line, however you prefer. What NFL quarterback is untouchable? If Russ is on the market, there are even rumblings about Aaron Rodgers, which were obviously put to bed. But which NFL quarterback is untouchable if guys like Watson and Wilson, understanding Watson is more of his own volition, are available. Hit us up, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Key JNZ on Twitter. Who's untouchable? Watson in a second. You said when we were speaking that for Russell Wilson, icon of the Pacific Northwest, not just Seattle, if the right guy, quote-unquote right guy was available, Key would make a move in a heartbeat to move out Russell Wilson. But the question is, who's that guy? I would. I wouldn't hesitate to to move Russell Wilson if if somebody like a Deshaun was available. Even I would even look at a guy like a Sam Darnold if he becomes available to the point where the Jets will be willing to take Russell Wilson back, and we can figure out the compensation on those sort of things. Because what I'm looking to do if I'm Pete Carroll and I'm Snyder, the general manager, is I'm looking to continue to play defense, run the football, and every now and then I'm going to hit some explosive throws. That's it. That's what they want to do. They don't want to throw the ball 55 times a game. They're not asking to throw the ball. And I know when you look at it, everybody, oh, man, that dude, man, Russell this, Russell that. It's like, no, man, you got to see who's winning these Super Bowls and how they're doing it. They're not doing it throwing the ball all over the lot. They're doing it by having balance and playing defense. And so based on everything that Seattle has gone through throughout Russ's career, it's at a point now, I think, where Pete and some of the people within that organization is growing tired of Russell's act to a point where it's like, okay, man, you know what? We can find a quarterback that fits us exactly like we found you. It, it, we, we really believe that. And they believe that because if you look at the second half of the season last year when they went back to 
Seattle style of the past, Mm -hmm. they started winning football games again. When he had that stretch of turning the ball over because they were throwing the ball so much. And the offensive line was horrible. Yes, that's true. The offensive line was not great, but he was holding on to the ball an awful lot. And so when you start to put all that together, it's like, well, come on, Russ. You know, you look at it, and it's like, well, you know, I can can get away with another type of quarterback that could give me some of the same things without – the money, and without all the headache. He, he holds on to the ball a little bit, but still, like, he's on pace to be the most sacked quarterback in the history of the NFL, right? He's been sacked 400 times over his nine-year career. That's but 44 Jay. times a year. I hear you, Key, but I'm saying, if, if, you could have, if Russ could have the perfect world scenario, Sean Payton on line one, I want to go to the Saints. I don't know why he gave the other three options. If, if you're going to send me somewhere, if I do not want to be here, find a way to make it work with a team that is ready to win the Super Bowl, not, not in two years, not in three years, but yesterday. And that's the New Orleans Saints. And I know they have Jameis Winston, but I, I, whatever they have to give up, I will go for a guy like Russell Wilson. Well, yeah, the Saints, look, it, it's, it, Russell Wilson is not – I'm not saying Russell Wilson can't play in the National Football League. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if I'm Seattle and it's getting on my nerves to a point where I'm tired of the back and forward, playing the games. One minute you want to be traded, the next minute you're not. But your agent is telling Adam Schefter, here's four teams, but you don't want to be traded. Like, that's too much. At some point, you're affecting the rest of the team and alienating guys. Guys are going to start to look at you sideways when you walk in the building. They already feel a certain way about you, you know. They already feel a certain way about you. Go now, ahead and go there. Go ahead and go there. No, I know no, what I'm you're just saying about. they already feel a certain way about you. It's well documented. And so when that happens, you now as an organization have to make a decision. If, it, if there are suitors that are out there like the New Orleans Saints, we're willing to trade him. What are you willing to give me back? True. If he goes to New Orleans and New Orleans has something to give back and they have salary cap space, then New Orleans is going to be right there going to the Super Bowl. Well, Key, bring me back to Seattle then because my thing is how do you fix it? Do you fix it? Is the only way to fix it? Because you, you already acquiesced to everything that he has asked for. You're going to have a new OC. Like, granted, what, do you want every single change that you want to make on the offensive line? Do you want Pete Carroll to make all those changes? Is it offensively? Do you want to run the system that you want to run? Is Pete Carroll supposed to say, okay, look, I'm not, not going to have my input. You run what you want to run. What will make Russell Wilson happy in Seattle to keep him? And if you're an organization – you have to make that measured decision. Well, he signed off on the offensive coordinator that they – who was the guy? Shane Waldron. Shane, Shane Waldron. Shane Waldron. They, he signed off on that. That that Hey, he, he met him, signed off on it. Okay. They hired a guy. So there's one point for Russell Wilson. Offensive line is going to be shored up by drafting guys and developing guys or finding guys in free agency. They understand that they have an offensive line issue at times. There's no question about it. But a lot of times when you talk about sacks – it's not only the offensive line, it's also the quarterback holding on to the football. You have to let the ball go at times. And I think, you know, you ask the question how they can fix it. I don't know because I don't know how damaged it is. It just seems, Key, like his image is transitioning slightly to prima donna. It feels a little bit like that from the outside looking at I don't know internally. I'm just saying how it seems on the outside looking in a little bit. I think it's always been that way, Zubin. We just mm. hearing a little bit more. That's why Richard Sherman had issues with him in the past. Yeah, I'll just say one last thing. Life cuts both ways. What's Pete Carroll's favorite word? Keys knows this from his USC days. Compete, right? 
Okay. They drafted Russell Wilson and had him compete with the guy they signed to a $26 million contract, which was gargantuan back then, in Matt Flynn. And what happened? Tricked him. When week one of the regular season happened, Russell Wilson was the starter and the $26 million man was on the bench. That's because they competed and Russell Wilson won. Guess what? It cuts the other way, too. We are always competing to get better at the quarterback position. So if we think you are slipping quite a bit, you should overcompensate and be able to overcome the issues on our offensive line. That's why we're paying you all this money it cuts both ways it benefited russell in the beginning and now they're thinking to an extent maybe just maybe we need to compete and raise this levels this guy's game level which is crazy as it sounds all right so on the way we're going to continue the watson discussion we haven't really touched on that he met with head coach david cully a week ago his heels are dug in so are the texans in that he's not going anywhere so what happens Next, and why draft picks (laughs) and why draft picks are at the heart of this discussion. A quick reminder ESPN will televise The Undefeated Presents, a room of our own, a one hour special that explores the connection that black athletes have with music and the impact of that association empowering social movements. The program will debut Sunday, February 28th at noon Eastern on ESPN with an encore presentation Sunday, March 7th at 4 Eastern on ABC. A Room of Our Own will focus on how music inspires black athletes to drive change in their communities and highlight some of the athletes who have been at the forefront of social change using their voices to express the range of emotions, anger, outrage, hope, and promise in the struggle for racial justice. The program will combine narrative storytelling, taped conversations, and roundtable discussions with performances of songs from the undefeated music series. The Houston Texans are not trading Deshaun Watson. As long as Deshaun Watson keeps his heels planted firmly, he'll be fine. Can't threaten it and then not do it. He's got to stick to it. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. And Irving with the steal. He got up there and then thought about it. And he put it down cleanly as the Nets extend their lead. That's the bird. 
high and eagle. Nets over the Magic, 129-92. They have won eight in a row. The fellows have said, and Stephen A. has said, look out, NBA Finals favorite at the moment, according to Stephen A. The Nets have scored 120 points in 20 different games this season. Kyrie made news last night. That he did. Some comments on leadership, which we'll get into later this morning. Jay, I know you have some comments on Kyrie's comments. Tiger Woods transferred to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles from Harvard UCLA Medical Center in Torrance as he continues his recovery after emergency surgery earlier in the week. If you're wondering, Cedars-Sinai, renowned sports medicine institute, they've been catering to professional athletes, rehabilitation program for sports-related injuries, orthopedic injuries for years, top of the line, and for the top of the line, Greatest golfer of all time to many. That's the type of treatment he's going to get. Hopefully he's on the way to recovering. Sunday, February 28th, Black History Always. will mark 33 years. Fellas, you ready to feel old? Since the Jamaican bobsled team later immortalized in the movie, Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jamaican bobsled team actually did compete in every Olympics from 1988 through 2002. (laughs) Got back in 2014. They once did finish in the top 15. But that Say it, Zubin. Be the rhythm. Be the <laughs> that vibe. Was truly a breakout performance. It was Jay, a trailblazing you, you, moment. You look like you could be on a bobsled team, though. <laughs> Key, I'm international, Key. I'm just if saying you, you look notice. like you could be on I'm a international. bobsled team. <laughs> <Right>. Yes. <laughs> still waiting for that first snowflake to fall in Jamaica, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> they were still able to do it. SportsCenter brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely with Straight Talk Wireless. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk. As Key has said before, all you have to do to back up what Key just said is take a look at the other Houston sports icon that said, I wanted out, and he got out. Hard and gone is Deshaun next. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear. Hotline. So we asked, how about this? We asked which NFL quarterbacks are untouchable, right? With this news with Russ, even the rumblings with Aaron to a degree. You guys have weighed in, and we'll take your calls to 888-ESPN. Watson commentary coming here in a second from the guys. At J. Kelly Stewart, here we go. Which quarterbacks are untouchable? I like Russ, but I'm tired of these guys suddenly getting tired of their teams right after their (laughs) signing bonus is fully paid. (laughs) T.O. used to do this every two years like clockwork. Seahawks paid a $65 million bonus and deserve some loyalty. I love people like that. I'm tired of these guys. These guys, every time the signing bonus is paid, they want to get out. Yeah, nothing to do with his money. He's just talking about the way that they approach the season and needing a new offensive coordinator and offensive line, and he wants to win. That's all he's saying, and he wants if he wants to get out, get out. I mean, that – Coaches leave. They take jobs. General managers leave. Personnel people leave. They get paid. It's always the athlete, though. Just don't say anything. Just accept your money and play football and be happy because there's millions of people that would love to do what you do for a living. Well, Well, maybe you should have been a better athlete. (laughs) This is happening. Uh, Deshaun Watson will not be a Houston Texan when it's all said and done. No, not at all. Key, I think both you and I sit in the same pace where we say we, we would advise Nick Casario and David Culley keep an open line of communication with Deshaun Watson considering his no-trade clause and get on the phone lines and start trying to work this deal. I don't know why they haven't been trying to work this deal before, but if it took a conversation with Coach Culley 
and Deshaun Watson for them to realize that this was not going to happen with both sides saying that we're not going to mil- move towards middle ground, then you start working lines and you start trying to get value right now for Deshaun Watson and extract as much value as possible. Well, the one thing you can't do in this situation if you are the Texans is is take it personal and be stubborn. I understand that you paid him and he accepted the contract, but the circumstances have changed. It's different now. And he has a an opportunity to go try and win when he knows that it's not going to happen in Houston. People were not loyal to him when he asked them to do certain things. They lied to him and told him that they would do that. They didn't follow that at all. They decided to do something different. And when you look at it, if Deshaun has met with David Cully, which he did, I believe it was on last Friday, yep. and he had the conversation and he let him know, I respect you, I appreciate you, I appreciate they hired a black head coach, but I don't want to work for these people anymore. And if that's the case, then Deshaun has to stand firm with that. He can't go back and forward and say, well, I, I, at that time I didn't want to do it, now I want to do it, which he is firm. He's dug in. They could just forget about it. He wants to play for someone else. In doing that, he's got to be willing, though, if they become major stubborn, Jay Will, he has to be willing to dig in and forfeit that compensation that he would be getting for the 2021 season Mm -hmm. and for whatever signing bonus money that they may want to try to recoup. Because what he can do is he can always sit out and then come back with six games to go mm. to get his accredited season. Right. Okay, that's what you meant yesterday when you said pull Le'Veon Bell, right? Pull, pull a Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Just sit out, okay, if, if, if that's what he wants to do. And I know people that are listening in their cars or in their work or on whatever devices that they stream us on or listen to us on are sitting back and saying, I, we talk about money, these type of millions, like it's nothing. It's all within reason of professional sports. Mm-hmm. It's, it has nothing to do with normal world because professional athletes don't live in a normal world. That's right. It's all relative. So before you start tweeting at our social media, understand what I'm saying. Speaking of social media, let's run through a couple of others on the quarterback's untouchable list, and this actually ties back to the two guys we're talking about now with Wilson and Watson. First, a little fun. Aaron says, I don't think this is Aaron Rodgers, but he is speaking about Aaron Rodgers. This is funny. On the untouchable list, Aaron says, Aaron Rodgers. Now he's untouchable off the field, too, engaged to the actress Shailene Woodley. Funny. Uh, okay, funny. How about this one? I don't even know what that means. Well, he got engaged recently, and, you know, now he's off the market. He's going to become a married man. He's no longer single. I know know what that means, but I don't even know why he (laughs) tweeted that at us or why we read it. But, of course... Evan, womp, 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 would do it. All right, oh, so don't throw Evan under the bus. Here comes SportsCenter guy. I'm gonna, I, if you're listening at Ice Pick List, it sounds like somebody key watches on the ID network. But if Jeez. Ice Pick, well, you, that's, that's, it's, a, it's an unconventional <laughs> method, but you know, we've seen uh, it. Uh, I just hope that that's not a real not guy. Clean. That would, it's uh, not clean, Keith. I, I just hope that that Ice Pick guy is not somebody I'm going to be seeing on an episode soon. <laughs> what is this, basic instinct? I mean, what's going on? It's ice always picks. the guys you least expect, as you know. So I'm going to just clean up Ice Pick List because I know what you're saying here, Ice Pick List, but I just want to make sure everybody can, can follow along. Twitter's kind of crazy, right, with everything throwing it out. But here we go. I'm just going to just modify. Ice Pick List. All these quarterbacks saw those touchdowns being thrown in the Super Bowl to dudes Tom Brady brought in. Now they all think they can be a GM. So the fact is that they saw Brady do it. But that's not true. I mean, quarterbacks have always had 
uh, insight to the organization and personnel decisions yes. to a degree. I yes. mean, that, that's historically proven. We have Warren yes. Moon on yes. talking about that yes. back when he played. So it, it's always it, been a yeah, common thing. There's nothing that quarterbacks and certain players on teams communicate with front office people about decisions that are being made. It's nothing new. And, yes, Tom Brady threw the Gronkowski in, in A-B touchdowns. Okay, so now all of a sudden, because he did that, I want to do it? No, it doesn't. No. Now here's, Sorry. O- here's Octavius in Oklahoma. Oh, Octavius. He must, be, he must be in lockstep here with Jay. Good morning, Octavius. Hello. Hey. Hey, what's going on, y'all? And I, I was really looking at, you know, the who's untouchable, you know, with Deshaun. Watson and as well as Russell Wilson and everything going on, but it's kind of going back to the best and worst yesterday and the other day, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and what all happened with the platform after his uh, playoff game and they lost and he was almost like, I might leave. Well, what are they going to say and do? Because Mel Kuyper already has their first number one draft pick being a defensive player, not even a wide receiver, a weapon. So what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? Is he going to leave like Russell Wilson's talking about leaving? No, no, he's not. He's not going. He didn't. He just said everybody's futures are in doubt. And that happens at the end of seasons. Guys start to figure out and start to question at a moment when the season is over. Like, man, I wonder what's going to happen. Here we go. And, and he's not going anywhere. In fact, I, I bet that Russell Wilson will sign an extension here by the time they start the season in 2021. Uh, or go to training camp, Russell, not Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers will get a large extension. You see, Keto, I, I don't think any quarterback is untouchable. I, I think if any quarterback wants to be moved, they can be moved. Yeah, you if can Patrick be, Mahomes doesn't want to be in Kansas City anymore and he wants to force his way out, okay. Like, uh, yeah, not That is true with all players. If you don't want to be somewhere, you go and you tell management. I don't know with all players. I think but but untouchable, I guess untouchable for us means that if somebody is calling to acquire about you, oh yeah, okay, then they yeah. hang up the phone. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that's what it is because everybody is touchable. Everybody, yeah. I mean, even coaches. If the if the compensation, as we've seen in the past, coaches have left for compensation. You know, John Gruden left the Raiders to come to us in Tampa for compensation. Mm-hmm. Bill Parcells left the, the New England Patriots to come to the New York Jets for compensation. So everybody could get out if they choose to do so. No doubt. Just a reminder, if you're a Packers fan, was interested in what Octavius said or has been interested in following the whole Rodgers drama offseason, best and worst case scenario for the Packers this offseason is coming up in one hour. We'll go to Wisconsin for the answer to that. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So the Texans have dug in their heels. They say we are, as Key said, hanging up the phone anytime anybody calls for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has said, I want to be gone. NFL insider Dan Graziano on why they really do need to consider trading Watson. It's in order to acquire something they sorely lack. He doesn't want to play for them. Please trade me. If you're the Texans, you have two months until the draft. You don't have a first-round pick. You don't have a second-round pick. If you're going to be without Deshaun Watson, you need to start getting some picks and rebuilding in the post-Watson era. So it could be that the Texans get convinced sometime in the next couple of months that they have to do it, and they pull the trigger on a deal that involves high picks this year. And if it goes past the draft, then you have a situation where it really gets ugly, and they're challenging him to sit out games. 
So, Key, you got to think about the short and long term here because how many times have you said NFL teams are made up of fourth-round guys, the draft is a cheap way to get back up and running after a struggling season, and they don't have any draft picks. Watson would bring a haul. I understand both sides are in the gravy boots. Like you said yesterday, they're not moving, but Dan's, Dan's analysis there makes a ton of sense. Yes, it does, it, but that goes back to being stubborn, Jay, right? I mean, it, Nick Casario doesn't know – Deshaun Watson at all. Doesn't know him. Hadn't spoken to him. Right? So, mm-hmm. and Deshaun has no desire to communicate with him. Has zero desire to communicate with him. And when you have that, you don't want to send a message to a fractured organization or to players within this fractured organization that you always want to play hardball and be disrespectful and do all of those things. You want to try to work with people. And, it, and if it means that at some point, this franchise quarterback can can bring value like no other, and you're trying to rebuild, why not go ahead and say he's available, we need four ones and we need two twos and we need something in players in return back? Like, just put it out there what you're looking for in the end and figure it out. There's the Denver Broncos, the Carolina Panthers, New York Jets, and the Miami Dolphins. Let's go. Let's Not in any order, but let's gl- go. I'm glad that you gave those four options because I want to knock down this whole trade scenario because yesterday, you know, how people start running away with all these different, hey, opportunities. Like, oh, the, get on the phone with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. And that's – if I'm Russell Wilson, he has a no trade clause. I'm not going to Houston. No. Like, I'm probably going to stay in Seattle. Why, but I, why would I want to go take to Houston? Yes, exactly, Key. Like, no J.J. Watt, no offensive options. Why, why would I want to do that? So let's stop that and dead that rumor right now because that would never happen. Yeah, you go, you go Denver Broncos, Carolina Panthers, Miami Dolphins, and New York Jets. Mm-hmm. That is what you look at. If, if I'm Deshaun Watson, those are the four teams that I'm saying, you know what? And they all got different reasons. The Carolina Panthers is a team that is the owner doesn't mind spending money. If there's such a thing as a luxury tax in football, he'll go over it 10 times. The Denver Broncos, they're going to retool. They got some pieces on the offensive side of the ball that could potentially help. And then there's the New York Jets. There's the marketplace. Uh, you know, they, they're going to rebuild. And then, obviously, the Miami Dolphins, the great weather. Oh, mind you, Jay. No state income tax. <laughs> there's there no was. state income tax, <laughs> as everybody always says that when they mention the Florida teams. Indeed. There is also no state income tax in Texas for athletes. And so that's the four key is speculating on, but informed speculation, obviously. Hey, 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 you hey, don't, hey. Sh- don't not t- reckless, informed. Informed speculation. I didn't say anything. I don't know anybody. It's just shh. So he's thinking those four are in the mix for Watson. And if you're just waking up this morning, the four in the mix for Wilson, because that story really started to ebb and Wait, flow. Zubin, there's yes. no, Chi-Town's not in the mix? For Deshaun? For Deshaun Watson? No, I wouldn't. I nah, man. Well, you, you're saying he's not. But I mean, still, they can come to the offer and try to do something. No, I, mean, I could, but I would Chi-Town is there. I, I, That's my I, city. I'd come like, on, baby. I like Chicago, Jay. I don't like it for him, though. Because of Matt Nagy and the way that they run. I mean, even though he has been to the playoffs well, first of all, first, first of all, let's get rid of Matt Nagy, right? Let's put him on the side. Ryan Pace, wasn't you the general manager that drafted Trubisky? Over. Over yeah, I, okay. Deshaun yeah, Watson. Yeah, there's a history. So there. I understand. Why would I want to 
play for you now to save your damn job. Never mind. Speaking of Chicago, of Chi-Town, if it means anything as a consolation, and, and I certainly think it would, as we've discussed over, <laughs> over the course of the show, the quarterback player lack thereof in Chicago since essentially Papa Bear Hell started the franchise. Chicago is in the mix for Russell Wilson, according to Adam Schefter. If he were to accept the trade, it would be Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans, or... The Raiders. Straight talk wireless, no contract. <clears throat> bluff. No <clears throat> compromise. Sorry. What do you got? See, I just was thinking when You're you said Dallas. I... Well, that's the marketing aspect. If you got New York for Deshaun, the marketing aspect, right? I, I know. I just think the, the Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, he just, yeah, I don't know. But then if you're Dallas, like, why does it make sense for Dallas to do that? Like, because now, like, I'm calling you and saying, hey, Seattle, like, what does it take to make this deal happen? Well, I have to give up Dak. I think Dak's a better quarterback. We, we, could, we, could, we could expand on that a little bit later, Jay. Okay. I got some thoughts. In just okay. about 10 minutes from now, we will do that. A reminder, the NBA is on ESPN Radio. Tune in tomorrow night. Yeah. Durant and the Nets host Luka and the Mavs. Ooh. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 Eastern on most of these ESPN Radio stations. Let's dig into the association. If you are wondering, the trade deadline is March 25th. And I, I had to chuckle here when I saw this story yesterday. I'm sure if you're a Celtics fan, you're not chuckling. Right now, but the Celtics have lost three games in a row. They are struggling. They just got blown out by the Atlanta Hawks. And <laughs> Brad Stevens says, "Yeah." And Brad Stevens says, "You think that was the worst part about my week?" And Brad Stevens is not a sardonic guy. He went on the radio, and we're going to hear from Brad's boss in here in a second. I don't know if you guys caught this. Brad Stevens went on the radio yesterday and said, "Yeah, we're in a big time funk. We've lost three in a row." Also, last week I had a root canal and someone stole my identity. So it's just been personally and professionally a rough week for Brad Stevens. Hopefully he's got his identity back. Hopefully his teeth are feeling good. Here's Danny Ainge flapping his gums. He's the Celtics general manager. He was on the Sports Hub 98.5, the Sports Hub yesterday. I mean, he's the guy that constructed this roster. Even he doesn't have many answers. I wish I had answers for you. I don't. I do believe in... My players, I like all of them individually. I think they have good futures. I just think that right now our team is in a major funk. And I don't know all the answers as to why. And I wish they were playing better for them and for our fans. You know, I wish that they were playing up to their potential. I don't see that they are. You know, I wish they'd start playing better and harder. And- oh, I have a lot of answers. Yeah, I have a lot of answers here. Well, Danny Ainge has been sitting on draft picks, it seems like, for 30 years. I mean, it would be nice for them to utilize those assets to get the right pieces. Brad Stevens, you know, for all the flack that Kyrie Irving caught with this team, I think Brad Stevens has a really hard time managing personalities and pushing people. He hasn't had to do that his entire career. He did come from Butler, where Gordon Hayward was his player. He, did, he no longer has Gordon Hayward. And then I will say this, and I want to give Key some flowers here on this one. What, what, what are Key flowers, said, Jay? Yes, giving you credit. Key. A bouquet. What, what are credit. flowers? Not with the T, though. A bouquet, yes. but not with the T. Uh, yes. what, is, what, is, what does flowers mean, Jay? I giving need to... you credit. Because oh. you said a while ago okay. that it, it, this thing could implode. And I will say this. So I started thinking about this last night. The Boston Celtics mm-hmm. are ninth in the East right now. They have two all-stars on their team. Two. Jason Tatum, who people think could be a top five, top ten player in the league. And Jalen Brown. That has become a superstar. Okay? Two. Let's start. So Philadelphia, Brooklyn, the Milwaukee Bucks all have all-stars on their team. Let's go with the teams in between. Key, how many all-stars do the Indiana Pacers have? Zero. Zero. How many all-stars do the Toronto Raptors have? They're fifth in the East. 
Zero. Zero. How many All-Stars do the New York Knicks have? They're six in East. Zero. How many All-Stars do the Chicago Bulls have? They're seventh in the East. They have one. One. Zach Levine. How many All-Stars do the Charlotte Hornets have? They're eighth in the East. Zero. Zero. That's my point. You have two All-Stars on this team. It's time to put a lot of the onus on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, too. There's no way they should be sub-500 with the talent that they have. And Kimball Walker needs to be called out, too. This whole team needs to have accountability. That's very fair. Yeah, I just always felt like the window was going to close on them, but listening to experts like Jay Will and, and Perk, I just stepped back because they knew. And I was like, I just, you know, but they convinced me that they still had a window that was open, but I don't think so. Next and I'm up. sorry, New York, Julius Randle was an all-star. That's on me. It's just been a, forever since the New York has had an all-star. My fault, Zubin. Fair enough. Last uh, Next chance to see the Celtics tonight against the Pacers on ESPN. Dak for Wilson talk next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.